you what it do can folk and skin folk we back man i know it's been a long time we shouldn't have left you without a dope pot to step so but you know what i'm saying listen we don't call this joint life be life for nothing nothing <laughs> <laughs> it got okay, some real life. meaning with it we not playing about this <laughs> like a mug man life be life and for real but nonetheless you know what i mean we definitely thought about our listeners our friends our family you know what i mean i participate and stuff like that we thought about y'all while we was out so we tried to make sure to iron things out and make everything you know just get something going for y'all you know what i'm saying um i'll take the bulk of the responsibility be in this though um, I haven't been in the best state of mind, um, you know, so I'll speak on why a little bit later on in the Life Be Life in section. But ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, those who identify as others, welcome back to the Life Be Life and podcast with, of course, the hostess with the mostest, you feel me? The goddess herself, Big Mish. What up, sis? What it do? Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And of course, we got your favorite coach's favorite coaches back in the building. Himself. Hey. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Um, just to get with y'all. Um, damn. I just feel like it's onions. Hey, allergies. It's preparing <sighs> people's butt. It's definitely right now. Right. It's definitely. I must open the window up and that just start jumping on the brother. Listen, got in my car today. Rolled all the windows down. I was like, <coughs> AC it is. Roll back up. Pilot was Damn. My bad, y'all. If y'all see me rubbing my eyes, I ain't, I ain't do no cocaine today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> hey, oh, I did cut onions. There we go. Oh, there you go. There it is. Lingering. There it is. I did cut onions earlier for dinner. But oh. um oh, yeah, that's probably what it is. So what's the dinner? No, I just I, I just I, I just threw a couple of quick uh cheesesteaks together. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm jelly. Do... I need to make my you know way to come get one from Max's man. Yeah, and you already know that's on the docket as soon as you make your way down. Sure. I mean, we definitely got our meeting coming up between yep. you know us and our other two homies. Uh, so you know, what I mean, we, we we ain't gonna talk too much about that. On we gonna we gonna keep that off the record and, yeah, until we get it on record. You, know, you already know. All we ask is trust. We pay, you know, we we pay play face <laughs> up. You mean cars face up? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, welcome back. Uh, we'll get right into uh, we'll get right into the meat of what we got going on right now. Uh, the first thing we're gonna get into is. Pillow talk and do's and don'ts. Um, this was inspired by both, uh, you know, my lovely co-host and uh, a friend of mine. Um, I seen this meme and she said she agreed with a friend of mine and a supporter of the podcast. She looks, shout out to you. She used to say, you know, um, she used to say, you can't tell me nothing and think my husband ain't going to hear about it. <laughs> And I saw a meme that definitely said that, like, you know, don't tell me nothing you don't want me to tell my spouse because there's no secrets between us. You know, if it comes through me, it goes to him or her, right. so forth, so on. So um, being as though we kind of, you know, there, there's people who feel different ways about that. There's people who agree and there's people who disagree. We figured we could get into that and, and you know, see what's what. With it, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and, of course, it's not scripted, so we didn't write down our list. <laughs> we, did, we didn't make the list beforehand. 
we just kind of got to get into it. Um, and starting off in general, how do you feel about that notion of pillow talk being a uh, damn near mandatory? Um, mandatory, not so much of the page that I'm on with that, to be honest. I don't think it has to be mandatory, but I do think that it kind of strengthens the bond in a relationship. Okay. Um, but it just, to me, I think, I think people feel like pillow talk and gossip are synonymous and they're not to me. Mm, talk I, to me. So to me, pillow talk is kind of intimate. Like, um, it's not to complain and bitch about your day. It's not to complain and bitch about people, family, friends, coworkers, the person in the grocery store that just stepped on the back of your shoe or hit you with the cart. No. It's like supposed to be intimate time, right? It's like time for you guys to like unwind and just kind of be present with one another, you know? So it's like, if you're tired, don't be trying to have pillow talk because if you're about to go to sleep on me, I ain't with it. Like we can hold this <laughs> off for another day. Like this ain't even hardly necessary, but I, I really do think people feel like pillow talking and having conversation is all one and the same. And it's not to me. At all. I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'm people, oh, as they say. You know what I'm saying? Because like men feel like it's the same thing. But. Nah, because a lot of times that's how it turns out. Like, it, and I don't know if maybe because we're men, that's just the time we're most vulnerable. Is you know when we finally laid up with our lady, when we finally got to you know uh, kick the shoes off and finally stop moving around and shit like yeah. that. Like I mean, maybe maybe that's why. Time. Yeah, like, because, uh, you know, that's, you know, not every man gets to decompress. But nine times out of ten, when a man finally gets that time to decompress, yeah, it's usually, you know what I mean, right before he rested. Um, so maybe that's why it feels that way. Maybe that's why it feels that way. But then it seems like it, it seems like the stuff why there's an issue with uh, pillow talk in general. Because the first, the first thing I heard about pillow talk, yeah, I definitely thought it's like you meant like that, that intimate conversation between the two of y'all. But the way it be shaking out, like, pillow talk turn around being, you know, that nigga done told too much. You feel me? That nigga done told too much. You know what I'm saying? Or, and, 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 or, or, or she done told too much. Yeah. Or yeah. she done told too much. And now situations look a lot different. Things done got sticky, as X was said. Real sticky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm definitely def one of those people. I definitely agree with the premise that there isn't anything that I don't share with my significant other, spouse, husband, whatever. Um, we talk about everything, but then I think that comes from me being a super open and honest person. Um, I don't really lie about much of anything. If I'm lying to you, I'm trying to spare your feelings. <laughs> but I'm not about to sit up here and just be like having certain information and not make him aware of it because it's like, I need him to be on code at all times. I don't want him to be in a situation with like a few of my female friends and we're talking about said situation. And he like, oh, what y'all talk about? I'd rather him to know what we're talking about and just kind of be like aware or cognizant of it. And he's just like, oh yeah, let me go ahead and move to another room. Cause I already know what this is about and I don't want to get in it. Me and her talk about that later. It yeah, I had an incident where I was like talking about someone that I felt was pillow talking about some of my personal business. 
Um, mm-hmm. And I just kind of was like, all right, if you told the person, cool, that's your wife. You're going to tell her, right? But right. the problem I have with pillow talk is it's supposed to stay between you and that person. So mm. for that person to come back, you know, that, that person to go back and tell their spouse what's going on with me, right? And then for said person's wife to kind of be like, oh, hey, hitting you up regularly, just just checking in, just seeing what's up. Then all of a sudden, when you realize I'm not giving you tea, I'm not about to tell you my business, you kind of low-key let it be known that, well, I already know your business, so you might as well tell it to me anyway. Okay, Um, really? All right, so now I'm not telling your spouse anything, and I'm definitely not talking to you dead not doing it so it's just kind of like some things are not always meant to be shared cross shared rather i should say because mm-hmm. art wasn't telling me something and i know that this person probably did not necessarily want me to know about it or they don't want me coming in so yeah toro told me yo that is so inappropriate like Thanks. i wouldn't first of all i'm not rolling on my husband like that I don't care what type of terms we on. I'm not about to roll on you. Facts. If you tell me something, I'm going to keep that close hold unless you let me know. Well, it's go. It's cool to say something to them. Go ahead and reach out to this person. You know, I'm sure you checking in. They went in mind. But if you know how that person is and they're already a private person and they're already not telling many people their business, why would you like come back with that business that obviously y'all were pillow talking about so I don't know. It's like, this is what I mean by I think people feel like gossip and pillow talking or having, you know, casual conversation as a couple during de- downtime in the bedroom is the same thing. And it's really not like, I, I don't agree with that. Yeah. Cause it's helpful carrying it. It's like, now, now I'll be honest and you know, this might make me sound bad when it comes out or you know, whatever, but I'm the other guy. Like, I definitely keep secrets. Like my thing is if, you especially with my boys, man. Like, if my friends, period, because you know what I'm saying? Like, if you told me something in confidence, nine times out of ten, you told me that in confidence. Like things like your promotions, things like, you know, um, you know, you've been trying to have a baby and you find out, yeah. you know, either, you know, my female friend find out she finally pregnant, or my boy find out he finally got his girl pregnant. You know, these are the things that come back to to the wife, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or maybe maybe y'all having a tough time and you need somebody to talk to. Like, I don't have to tell my wife all the details. I just be like, yeah, man, he going through some stuff right now. She going through some stuff right now. So forth and so on. Right. Yeah, those are in, in, in general, right? But sometimes, and let's just be honest, sometimes our friends come to us in confidence about dirt they got going on. Like, some things that not are necessarily the most kosher things to talk about. So no, yeah. I'm not taking that back to my wife because the fact is if I do that, especially one of the friends that's like, she's cool with cool with, or like, you know, she sees often it could impact how she sees that person. Yep. And that's not what they told me for. Yeah. They told me because they need to get it off their chest. They needed to vent. Nine times out of time, I tell people like, I'm I'm busy trying to get life right. So solutions, I ain't got many. Just yeah. for other some for somebody else's life, to be perfectly honest. Right. I mean, could I figure it out? 
more than likely, we're all good at figuring out stuff for everybody's life but ours. But I've, I've definitely made it a conscious effort not to try to give out too much advice unless it's like something I already did and already fixed for me. Right. And then I can pass it on. Nah, I'm too busy trying to work on me, bro. I'm too busy trying to get me together to just be handing out advice left and right like I used to uh, many years ago. But if you come to me and you just need to think, you need to get that off your chest, like telling it back to her doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. So I'm going to keep your secrets. That's what I'm saying. So I'm going to keep your secrets because those are your secrets. Now, secrets, like you said, to where it could affect her or you know, put her in a jam or something like that. Yeah. 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 Of course. I got to let her know. I can't let her get blindsided. You know what I'm saying? If you know that something is going on with one of her family members and yeah. I got to tell her that because if she gets blindsided and then I sit there and try to act stupid, like I didn't know, like you, that's putting me in the position. Yeah. And I feel like that makes I can't do bad. that. I feel it, like that it, makes hella bad. bad. Because hella like, bad. Oh, so you knew you didn't say anything, but now I got to try to put on an Oscar performance and look surprised when the moment come up. I ain't trying to do all that. I, I ain't trying to do all that. that. I, really I ain't trying to do all that. I, really I ain't, ain't going to say his name, but one of my boys, we got what we call um, the plausible deny. We move on the plausible deniability you act. You know that's my thing, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we move on the plausible deniability act. I, I know we close. I know you tell me your most innermost things. I know we share deep things between each other, right? We like brothers. We, we homies. But certain things, bro, you can't tell me. Yeah. You can't tell me because it changes the dynamic of what's going on. If you one of the homies that I'm be around and I'm going to bring my wife around and you into certain things, yeah, I can't fade that. I can't tell her that. And then you expect her to sit there and just, what, play dumb? It's not going to happen. Like, if it's a situation where you my man, you know one of her sorors, you, she, as far as she know, you her soror boyfriend, while also being my friend, and, you know what I mean, you sleeping with somebody else on top of that, bro, don't come back and tell me. Yeah, don't come back and tell me. Please, please don't say nothing. Leave me out of it. Leave me out of it because you. then you're forcing me to choose my loyalty between standing 10 toes like how a dude's supposed to do and standing 10 toes like how a husband's supposed to do. Yeah. Don't, bruh. That. Bruh. don't make me choose. Because don't I'm make me choose, bro. Because I, time. you feel me? Because I'm going to be a nut if I don't. Yeah. I'm going to be a nut if I don't. As much as do might make it sound like, oh, well, you would not for telling on your no i'm a nut for not for messing up my situation at home for you yeah because at the end of the day i gotta live with shawty not you you feel me you feel me so, and ain't nobody gonna say man that it was it was good to put a hole in your marriage for your home nobody in the fucking world is gonna agree with at that. all at all like, or, or do a shit that yeah i i don't i agree with you in that aspect because it's like People come to you to talk to you about certain things because they know they can trust you. They can confide in you. They like the information, feedback, or feel good that you give them in reference to said information. So I think it's very damning and crushing. And it, it's, it's, it takes away from the friendship that you and that person share to know that 
damn, this person tells their significant other everything. It's almost like, okay, so where is the line? And Where's the line? Our friendship or relationship or whatever drawn because if you got to tell your wife everything, I mean, then what's the point of me talking to you? I might as well just talk to you. So I, I feel like some things are off limits to your spouse. Now, I did make the comment, there ain't nothing that I don't tell Art. But I guess that is kind of a lie because I will say, like I just had dinner with a friend last night, she wanted to take me out for my birthday and they gave me some very, you know, heartbreaking news. And I just simply told Toro, I was like, yeah, they just dealt with a serious situation. You know, she finally got over it. Well, they finally got over it. Um, and she felt, you know, comfortable enough to a point where she wouldn't be super emotional about it to talk to me about it. So, yeah, you know, and it was never no details given, you know, none of that, because I know he doesn't talk to this person that often. So what is, what is the point, what is the point of giving him the details, right? right. What is he going to do with those details? Sit and look at her and be like, damn, that's what she just dealt with. <laughs> oh man. And then that's like sitting in the back of his mind. And then it's like, then that just brings other issues up. And I feel like our relationship, because it's like, so what if that happens to us? I don't want to talk about that. Like, let's not, let's not do the comparison thing. And I think that's one of the killers of pillow talk because you get in bed and you want to start making comparisons and you want to talk about yep. shit that, you know, it's just like, bro, I, I don't, I don't really want to talk about those people i don't want to compare our life to those people i don't want to try to measure up to those people i really just want to be in the moment with you and i want to talk about you know what is beneficial for us what can make us better what can make our future better what can make the intimacy between us better you know um what are our goals what are some things we're working on i, I complimenting you like things we want to get to doing i feel like pillow talk should be personal to you and your significant other and like a time that, like you said you guys are both most vulnerable I, catch me in the kitchen to tell me that your homeboy got caught on text message uh talking inappropriately to somebody or liking booty pics don't tell me that while we're in the bedroom don't tell me that while we chilling like Matter of fact, don't tell me that at all, because then I'm going to start looking at your friend like... That's all I'm saying. It's unavoidable. It's unavoidable. You can sit there and have the most G-ass spouse, but nine times out of ten, if they don't show it on their face when they're in their presence, you're going to have to deal with it later. And you know me. I'm straight up true, for real. I, But... When I definitely hear certain things, I can honestly say that pillow talking in our dating phase is a lot different than what it has been in our married phase. And okay. I feel like before, it's kind of reluctant to tell me certain things like that because he already knew how hardcore I was and he didn't want me disliking his friends. Yeah. So yeah. it was just kind of like, 
Yeah, I mean, but now it's just kind of like because I'm cool with the spouses. Now it's almost like you gotta tell me what's going on because you know I'm gonna hear about it. So it's almost like I feel like men share those details with their wife to cut certain things off at the past. So yeah, it's, it's not necessarily that they want to be pillow talking because it's the thing to do. It's them trying to cover their ass. Because definitely had a situation where it was like one of his homies' wife, we real cool, and she called, hey, I got a question. And I was like, that's funny, because I got a question for you. Then it's like, so um, tell me about this whole situation. And it's like, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, and then it's like, so I'm going back to her, like, well, this is what was said, da, da, da. well, this is what was said on my end, and I was just like, so this is what was said on their end, and yada, 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 and it becomes a whole situation. And I think that's the biggest reason why you should stay out of other people's fucking business altogether. <laughs> because yeah. when you make other people's business your business, I feel like, like, it becomes like I say, like a, it becomes like a dick measuring contest in your marriage. Like yes, easily, easily. And I like I don't want to talk about that because you know that stuff comes up repeatedly. And you know, women as a woman, you know, I'd be doing the back and forth. But as a female, if I feel like I got you in a vulnerable spot, we pillow talking. I'll be like, so yeah, tell me about blah blah blah. But that's that's why that's why that is why dudes feel it's synonymous because that's exactly how dumbasses get caught in yep. this situation <laughs> yep. all the time. Because here we are thinking she's op- asking us to open up and talk about the stuff that's going on that we sitting there carrying the burdens of having to keep to ourselves whole time. We getting lined. We getting lined. We get lined. Lined up. up to get knocked down because yeah, I, tell, I tell Art all the time. If I ask you a question, please know I already know the answer to say a question. I just want to know what you're going to tell me. So just that keep it 100 with me. <laughs> and personally, I think that's kind of scary a situation with my friend. I feel like eavesdropping was probably played a factor in it. Or maybe Slim got caught off guard and was like, and had to answer the question honestly. Didn't really want to give up that info. And it was just kind of like, man, I fucked up. And it was like, once I realized that the spouse knew, I just kind of was like, so did you tell the information or not? They was like, no. And I was like, how they know then? I don't know. I was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Got a fix for that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Um, cause you know, I'm not in the business of people just being in my business for sport. That's not my thing. Right. Like you got to really be important for me to tell you that kind of stuff, especially when it affects me and my entire family. Yeah. Nah, you know, so I just kind of was like, yeah, see, I don't like people like that. And you have to be careful of people like that. Cause what I felt like happened with that was, like I said, it was a, yeah, you think I don't know it, but I'm gonna let you know that I know it. And I'm gonna let you know that this person that you confide in told me the business that you didn't want them to tell. So I'm going to let you know that they're telling the business. And it's like, you got to be real careful about how you play with people's friendships and whatnot, because you might get called somebody a really good friend because you hate because you don't have that same type of friendship with that person. But I think folks have to realize, like, 
yeah, I can be pillow talking with you too. And I feel like, you know, girls, we, we gossip and, you know, we be in intimate situations where we're talking about certain things and guys do it too. Y'all, y'all be in y'all comfort zone. And I mean, it's not necessarily pillow talking, but to me, pillow talking is just very intimate conversation. You're just spelling very important and private things, conversation points, you know, issues in your life. So it's just kind of like, yeah, you can't share everything with everybody because like you said, some folks do take that information and they'll use it against you. Oh my God. Throw it in your face. That's that's the worst. That's the worst. I've literally, and like you said, it becomes a dick measuring contest. Like it's the worst to see a couple where it's like two couples end up in this like group argument because of pillow talk. It's the worst to see. It's terrible. It's terrible. It is terrible. It's, it's like this awful. person, Rhonda, you know, she's like, well, you know, well, such and such, you know, well, it, you know, if maybe if you had got home at, I don't know, one instead of two, your wife wouldn't be mad at you. And then and you're like, hold up. Well, hold up. I got home at this time, but he got home at this time. Like, that is exactly what happened with the situation with Toro and his friend. And I just was like, listen, you know, there's no reason for you to lie to me about this type of situation. So don't let other people doing stuff. They ain't got no business because they can't be honest with their significant other. Cause you to be in the doghouse with me because you know. Because you you're sitting be there trying to be the good friend. You trying to, you know what I mean? You trying to be That's the Cody. Me. That's what you it try, is. You know I mean, because you the way you see it, you're gonna end up in less of a jam than he will. Facts, and it's it's also a you know and a dudes thing that of, do that for their homies all the time, yeah, and it's like, but you know, okay, you out. thinking that, but you eroding what you got going on at home. It's but like you, know, you chipping away at it. You I'm gotta let you that make things out, man. I'm gonna tell to you a why. certain extent. I'm gonna tell you why. And you you can correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of guys don't have a lot of guy friends. So the last thing you want to do is alienate the few, one, two, maybe three dudes that you got as close friends by going against them and code for your significant other. Because, you know, it's it's the the term, I hate to say this, but the, the bros before hoes. But I'm like, bro, that's when you marry me, like I'm the bro. Like, let's just get that straight. They the hoes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but it, it, it's, almost <laughs> like, it's almost like some men don't want to be kicked off the friendship island. Oh, yeah. See, he you with his wife. Feel. He with his wife. And I'm not with that. Like, he's supposed to be the homie. He's supposed to be looking out for me at all costs. Down for me. Riding for me. We never putting it in park. No. Because I got to live with this woman. I gotta, I gotta sleep with this woman. I gotta pillow yes. talk with this woman. So, nah, listen, I ain't got a lot of my wife, but what I'm gonna do is, I'm gonna tell her, listen, I know you and so and so cool, but you need to stay out of the way of that. And that's, that's one thing I will say. I, and I don't want to. I'm trying to think of the way to say this where it don't sound kind of like bossy. I feel like I put art up on game, and I was like, listen. When we talk about certain things, just know I'm telling you certain things so you aware. So when it comes circle back around, you could be like, uh-huh. That's what she was talking about. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. I, mean, I, I wasn't aware about that. Or you already ready for said conversation and you don't step in that pile of poop because you weren't prepared. I didn't set you up to take them down. 
And I was like, that's all that it really is. I was like, that's all you got to do. Let me know. Hey, look. So this is what it is. This who's going to be there. You know, so-and-so ain't really with so-and-so being around so-and-so. Um, I know you ain't got no problem with so-and-so. So just so we cool. Just want to let you know. But if that come up, I mean, it, it, I would respect. If she call your phone, please don't even answer it. Just don't even respond to the messages. Like we, I thought we had that kind of setup until this situation happened. And I just was like, what was that all about? And it was, a, I don't want to get kicked off the friendship island. Respect. But it's, it, it's not just that you don't, it's not so much like, I don't want to get kicked off the friendship island. Like between dudes with those, you know, like you said, we can have a bunch of homies, but we really only got but so many like bros, like literal brothers. Like yeah. the dude, it's like, that, that's who is in the inner circle. Like it's a loyalty thing. Man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a loyalty thing. And at the end of the day, like, if you a dude who makes other dudes feel like you're not loyal, then you forget the friendship island. You are literally on an island. Because now things could go either way. And that's the problem with men, right? Because, yeah. and, and, and there's a certain dude who throws this term around a lot, the threat of violence. Like, honestly, you can end up in a fight with this nigga, man. <laughs> the threat of violence? Like, honestly, dudes, believe it or not, it's not like you scared of your homies, but you don't want to fight them. So, you know what? If a, dude, if a dude's situation go left enough and he feels like you're the one that yeah. exposed him or put him there, that could very well happen. So even just that in the back of your head, that that mild threat about or possibility where you could leave, where it could even be a situation where it's like, I could beat this nigga. Out of the seven days a week, I'm guaranteed six. Six in a head. I guarantee it. But after I finish dogging him. Where does that leave us? Where does that leave us? And I'm not going to feel good about it. It's going to be dogging him out of self-defense. And then that's going to ruin what not just me and him have, what we have with the other dudes that's in the inner circle, the other few, the select few. Things get weird fast. Yeah, and I do feel like that is actually part of not getting kicked off the friendship island. Like, and I have witnessed it, like, firsthand. And I was like, yo, why you didn't stop that? Simple answer. I know how he is. I know yep. how he get when he like that. And I don't want to, I don't want to even go there with him. But you know me, I'm always, you know. TTG, I'm trying to go. Like, I don't care. If I see something I don't like, I'm handling it. We like, we're going to figure this out right now. And I know everybody don't operate like me. And I think that's one of the things that I've come to learn in the last couple of years in dealing with my spouse. It's like, yeah, I'm aggressive. He's passive aggressive. And it's, it's one of those almost like, I don't want to call it people pleasing, but in essence, that's how I that's how I feel it is because it's like you don't want to go against the grain because you don't want folks to be mad at you. And I'm the kind of person where it's like sometimes I really don't give a fuck if you're mad at me because right is right and wrong is wrong. And I know right. that's not how everybody operates, but I definitely learned like with dudes, everything you said holds true because they don't want to get into the middle of the business with the, you know, the homie's spouse. They don't want to get into the fights. They don't want to be, you know, left out. 
kicked off the friendship island, not to be trusted, you know, things like that. And it's like, people want to be in the inner circle. And I feel like with pillow talk, when you telling your spouse certain things, you feel like you in the inner circle. You, you thought you, you thought you was until it's not. <laughs> until what was supposed to be, like you said, that was supposed to stay here. Yeah, yeah. Every dirty thing this nigga did. Please keep that to yourself. Stay here between me and you. Between these sheets. We go out. And I'm telling you, he got five hoes and one girlfriend. And we end up at an event where all five of the hoes slide and his girl is there. Keep your mouth shut. Don't be kicking me under the table. So obvious. Don't right? be screwing your face up at every hole that passed by. So obvious. I hate it. You sitting there handcuffing the girlfriend, you know, babysitting her because you feel like, oh, poor her. She don't deserve to suffer like this. Like, that's the problem, right? Because like how you said, if something wrong, I feel like I got to handle it. Yeah. Especially when it comes to those kind of things especially when it comes to those kind of things yeah. it's asking a lot to ask a woman because you know how women feel about being cheated on it's a lot to ask a woman yeah. to sit there and pretty much play like she don't know that girl getting cheated on yeah and i feel like your hands gotta be super clean to be a part of something like that like you can't be the homie that's knowing that about your homie and you kind of participating in the same kind of events that your homie participating in. Dude, that's the that's why I I believe in the plausible deniability act. Don't tell me, bro. That's don't me. tell all me. That's me. It's one thing day. for me to make an assumption or for me to make an observation, but do not tell me and definitely I always say this like take it like how I talk to my homies that live life a crowd. I can't be your code Yeah, I'm definitely I not. I can't be your code yeah, Definitely not. I, I got yeah. too much to lose. Yep. I got yep. too much to lose because the minute my wife find out I'm helping you cheat, I'm a cheater. Yep. I'm a cheater. Yep. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's She's not, not working it. in no type of way. Yeah. She's not going to look at it no type of way. And a lot of women are going to feel that way. And it's funny you know, because even though women who help their girlfriends cheat and sit there and play complicit in that exact same thing, but if they do help a they homeboy cheat, hell no. Yeah, all I, that's all. I, you may be free for them no more. I tell people, and I don't trust you. If you're and single, I don't trust you. you're not married, so you can do whatever you want. I experienced a situation on Friday for my birthday. Hey, Slim, why are we late? Oh, that's why we late. Take an I'm not getting in that. Like, oh, okay. And then it was just like, I had to kind of like hip art because I'm like, yeah, because I don't want you walking in them kind of conversations. And you like, well, what's going on? Nah, when you hear them kind of conversations, you go ahead and step off because you don't even want to be a part of that. Like, Facts. but it's like, yeah. I'll and that's my thing too. I will definitely not tell her things to protect her. Yep. Yep. That's me. And it's just like, listen, like, I just can't tell you because for what? For what? For what? For what? I done disturbed your spirit. <laughs> disturbed your spirit? I done made you uncomfortable. And now every time you could be around a possible offender or, you mean, whatever, now you got to sit here and try to put on 
an Oscar winning award performance, like you not bothered. Yeah, let's not do that. And see, I'm good about perform. stuff like that, but we you, know you most women are. Perform. Most women are. You fuck around perform like Halle Berry. I'm sorry, that's so funny. Oscar winning performance. You and feel some, me? Some women got it, and some women don't. Some, some, some women is definitely they, like they. That's the wife to have, it, it, because she's down. She's what they say, in for a penny, in for a pound. That's yep. her. Yep. You know what I'm saying? She's riding with you regardless. Yeah. She's not going to judge you by what that brother's doing. But she knows how, to, even if she have a problem with you, knowing what's going on, or him feeling like he could come yeah. talk to you about that, that's going to be y'all discussion at home. She's not going to bring it out into the field. Yeah. She can sit there at the event, so forth and so on, and be ice cold. Yep. Act like smiling and waving. Most women cannot, man. Listen, um, it was one time in mind you, mind you, I that's not even this dude is not even my friend. Like I, I don't, I don't really know more. Oh wow! But it was one time where me and her was out, uh, enjoying a concert, and um, I had recognized, um, her friend's husband out the young tenderoni that wasn't her. I had spotted it miles away. Miles away. I'm not looking in that direction no more. Oh man! I stopped looking in that direction altogether. I'm sitting there, and somehow she spots it. <laughs> so oh. she's, you know, doing the tap thing. Ain't that? Hey, hey, hey. Ain't that? Huh? What? Huh? 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 <laughs> what? What you say? Ain't that? I mean, it could be. I don't know. I really can't. So I was just like, I was just like, um, yeah, it looked like him. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's him, but that's not his wife, is it? No, ma'am, it is not. No, ma'am, it is not. Yeah, I'm not with it. And she was like, you know, I'm going to say something to him. And it's like, because I have that kind of wife, there's certain, there's just certain things I can't come back and tell him, man. Like, y'all can call me what y'all want when y'all hear this. But if it's something to where I feel like. Call me what you want. You call me what you want, like oh, you smart. That's what you can call me. You're dishonest. <laughs> you want to be loyal to everybody but your wife, man. Fuck you. Okay. I, at the like, end of the uh, day, let's, I'm let's looking right out there. for her first and foremost. Let's start right there. At the end of the you, day, I'm looking out for her first and foremost. You gotta know your audience. The fact is that you listen. Okay, KYP. Know your personnel. I'm a coach, and that is the number one. The number one things you have to know to win a game. Know your personnel. Okay, coaches know it, teachers know it, bosses know it. Facts. Know your personnel. Facts. Okay, and I know how my wife feels about certain things. Yep. And I know my husband is like so, super nonchalant about everything. So I can her, tell Shawty everything. Right. So putting her in a position where she might respond again sounds funny to people, but, but the fact because who knows how homeboy is going to react to being outed. Yeah, I don't want no parts of that. Again, that's not my friend. I don't even fuck with boy like that. 
when I met him, I didn't particularly have a great time with him. I was not looking forward to ever hanging out with the nigga again. So you said to see him, you was trying to act like you ain't know. You feel me? So yeah, I'm not gonna sit there and point it out to her knowing she feels a way, knowing she gonna feel like she gotta say something to bull. Because what if he turn around and act some kind of way? Now I got to smack him up. Yeah, I don't got time for that. You know what I'm saying? If she turned around, um, I just I just spoke to your wife. She's at home with the kids. Are you enjoying the concert? The petty be so unreal. Like, I'll be like. Because I'm not saying she's going to do that for like a stranger or a woman she don't know. But again, that's her friend she's realizing is being cheated on. Yeah. So I... she's going to carry it different. She's not going to be able to just swallow it. Maybe go back and wait till later to talk to her friend about it. She's like, man, this nigga strutting around. Like, it's all cool. Like, you on a fucking date. <sighs> First of all, that this whole topic right here can go a whole nother direction. It, it definitely could. And we it, that that's and we probably should like to time yeah. out on that one because I got thoughts on that, and I'll say we're not gonna go too episode. far into that. But that's 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 why because even her feeling like she needed to make sure that he saw her, like and she waved and spoke, "Hey, like I'm glad that's where she left it." Yeah. But if she decided to say more because she was so bothered by it, again, because niggas, when they in the wrong, you never know how it's going to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, when I, niggas I, is in the wrong, it's always two ways it could go. Embarrassed and shocked, like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, like, I play super humble because I don't want, you know, no drama or whatever. Or... They already made up their mind that they committed to the ill act they in and they get mad indignant. And then indignant niggas be dangerous. Yeah. Those would be ones to be like, okay. Yeah. What the fuck you bring her up for? Is she here right now? And the minute you start talking down to my wife crazy, now I'm in a I'm in a position. And that an goes- unenviable position because I literally don't have the choice, even if I'm not who I am, to stand there and just let you talk to her crazy while you already doing wrong. Bro, come on, man. What? What? It's not even something I can, I don't even have a word for what that would make yeah, me. I, I, I can't even just be like, oh, I'd be a bitch ass nigga. Like, I, bro, I can't even, I can't even fathom it. Yeah, I can't, I can't fathom even that. fathom it. And that's and that why I, said, I got to step to you because you sitting there cheating on your wife and doing your wife crazy. That ain't got nothing to do with me, play. Yeah, don't I, ain't my wife crazy. I ain't got no gavel. I'm not your judge. I got no, uh, yeah. I got no heaven to kick you out of and no hell to throw you in. But what I'm going to do is beat you the fuck up for talking crazy to my wife. <laughs> that's how I mean. I'd be like, what you not gonna do with this? Like, that's what I can't let you do. That's what I can't let you do. I just can't. And I think You're not gonna have that static for her. So in a situation where I feel like she's gonna feel the need to get involved in some kind of way, no, I'm not gonna put her in a position to get involved. And see, listeners, sorry, I don't care what y'all think about me, but that sounds like a setup because if she gets hurt. Or if something happens to her, like y'all gotta keep this shit in mind. I know it sound might sound like I'm being extreme, but this shit happens every fucking day. Not extreme at day. all. 
It's not a Look at the news. Look at the news. Yeah. People get killed for getting in people's business. Uh, didn't that ex uh NFL NBA player just get shot for trying to stop a domestic violence? And, okay. And so again, know your personnel. I know that Toro is super passive aggressive, but when he get aggressive, it's ugly. Ugly. Okay? Ugly. It's ugly. Like he me times ten, and I'm terrible. Right. And I just don't ever put him in that position. And I think with the situation of the, you know, crosstalk, I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop this short because it's like, say a person had already reached out to him trying to get some information. Know that he don't really fuck with them like that. And I just was like, oh, this all some bullshit. So when I kind of realized that I was like, you know what? I'm going to cut all this off at the past. And I'm just going to stop any type of communication with this person because they don't know boundaries. And I feel like that's the problem with pillow talk. There are no set boundaries in a relationship. And I think, you know, that's why it's good to set do's and the don'ts for what pillow talk really consists of. I mean, I put together a little short list, but- Talk to (laughs) um, So for me, the don'ts, I'm never bringing up conflict during pillow talk. That's not the time for that. We're not airing our grievances during pillow talk. We're either going to decide we're going to have a conversation over dinner, um, during the car ride. Uh, uh, you free to have a conversation right quick about something that's bothering me, never doing pillow talk. Um, one thing I don't agree about during pillow talk is like, especially if it's after sex, I don't think you should be talking about past sexual experiences in comparison to what just went on. Um, no, oh. it's that's bad business to me. It's just like, I feel like, oh, like you're just making everything that just was so great, like <sighs> terrible, right? Because now you done took me all the way out the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's mm-hmm. the other one? Uh, all right, so don't use pillow talk to get them to agree to something you know they wouldn't agree to otherwise. You know how women are. Sometimes dudes do it too. Be trying to like, oh, I just gave this man some, so I know I got him right where I want him, so we're going to have this conversation, or I'm going to get him to do something that otherwise he would have been like, yes or no to. Um, Something new happened during, you know, that sexual time. Don't be like, where you learn that from? Because <laughs> come on now, we know, we know how men are, yeah. and some women too, they do their sexual research, and they might be like, all right, shit getting kind of stale, so let me see if I can try this. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, be okay, happy. Don't be asking them kind of questions. Like, be happy they pulled out the new super move, man. What? Yeah. What and then it's like, and so it's like, okay, if you're in a tough spot in your relationship, y'all have sex, and then you think sex fixes it. So, so where does this leave us now? Satisfied? Going to bed? Like, we're not even about to this whole situation. I'm sleeping. So Sleepy. we ain't even about to have conversation because I'm ready to go to bed. Like, we ain't have no pillow talk. So it's like, if that's where you're going with all of that, hey, just go ahead and leave me out of it. So those are my don'ts. I don't know if you have any don'ts. Um, Again, don't. Um, I'm going to try not to step on the don'ts you already mentioned. No, nah, um, go ahead, because your don'ts things, could be different but similar. For one of the things, one of the things uh, that I definitely have to co-sign on is don't bring up beef. Um, I get that. It, I get that women 
feel like they have to say certain stuff and yeah. you know it's on their mind or whatever but it's just poor yeah. time it, it just, is like it, it, either talk about that beforehand you know well before in the conversation and let them know like hey i, I there's something wrong with me and there's something wrong with us and we need to talk about it so forth and so on um yes men hate those three words we need to talk we absolutely do they're driving. Yeah, i really do it's like switch we need to talk and get the switch is damn near synonymous not ears yeah. um but nonetheless go ahead and have that do that rather than you know he laying down you know your head on his chest and he's all like you know letting go of the burdens of the day he's in his you know he's in this peaceful energy vulnerable and yeah. now you're like i just find it funny how no 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 come you don't on find that funny, bitch. Come on, man. Don't do that shit. What is that? Was she laying on your chest and drawing on the screen? Yeah. Drawing the circles. Uh, I just just want to ask you, like, come on. That shit corny. That shit corny. Stop that. Stop that, lady. Don't do that. Don't ruin the mood. Don't ruin the mind. Don't mind. No mining. No data mining, okay? No data mining, okay? No data mining. Like, you know that, you know, you getting him towards that time he get feeling a little loose now you want to go ahead and get information that he wasn't supposed to give up so you could go ahead and use it against yeah. whoever he gave it to you about um no that's fucked up yeah, that's fucked up i'm not with that i know a lot of females that do that and i think that's petty business like or even those of you who have you know significant others um where the information is you know, pertinent, whether, you know, even if it's some shit like, oh, well, you know, he's an agent or he works in a certain industry or whatever. And that information would be cool to know. So you want to be able to be the first to say, you know, it. don't don't do that. To him. Don't yeah, do that to him. I hate that. Don't be putting people do in precarious to positions. I don't think that's yeah, cool. It's, at it's, all. it's terrible. Like you don't care about well, your significant other when you do shit like that. Facts, facts, facts. And um, again, do not, do not, do not divulge information that can harm your that can only lead your partner to being harmed facts or i only agree with that one too being distressed yeah that's that's or, my don'ts or blocked yep <laughs> right oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so some of the positives uh pillow talk um complimenting your spouse okay um just you know babe you know you look good today in that dress that's what made you know this moment transpire um, I mean, talk about things that you guys can do on the next go round, maybe like oh, in, in like comparison, like we try this, the so next time we can try this. I think that's like a good time to talk about that because it's like when you try to have those conversations of like those sexual like conversations outside the bedroom, mm-hmm. it's kind of awkward. Like yeah. don't be sitting in the kitchen washing dishes. So what do you think about that thing I did the other night? Look, let, let's mm-hmm. not talk about mm-hmm. this. <laughs> right, <laughs> let's not talk about this in the kitchen. Um, future plans, like make plans for vacations, getaways, staycations, you know, vacations, whatever, you know, talk about those things because I feel like when you're in that intimate moment, it's like, oh, just imagine that we were on a beach, blue water in a balcony. Like, so it's like you creating those memories. So that's another thing you like, you know, talk about creating some type of, you know, memories and things like that. Um, I'm not really an advocate of talking about my day before bed or like during pillow talk because it's like half the time unless it's been a good day like you know i was off the whole week of my birthday then like yeah i did like self-care items so 
cool. Ask me about that shit. But I don't want to talk about Lucy at work getting on my last nerve. Like, I don't, I that's, that's not pillow talk time for me. Um, what you enjoy about each other, like something special that they did for you that week or maybe that day that might have led to your little intimate, you know, time or whatever. Uh, what was the other one I wrote? Oh, I feel like people should talk about their dreams and goals on Pillow Talk. Like, why aren't you talking about that kind of stuff? Because I feel like, why not? Like, and I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about, like, relationship conversations during Pillow Talk. Because, again, I feel like that kind of goes back to the, you know, them being vulnerable and you trying to get them to a spot where you want them. And I don't, you know, I don't really, I'm not, I've never been the type of female to use sex as a weapon. Um, cause I'm more like a dude in that aspect. So it's like, sex is not always emotional for me. Um, like it is right. for women, but, um, <sighs> I don't know what else, anything for you when the dudes? Um, the only do I had that comes to mind is do, um, speak in a healthy, um, way. Oh my God. I love that. Do speak in a healthy way, um, an uplifting way, a positive way, even about yourself. Even about yourself like to your significant I like other. Um, I like that. That's that's my only do. Yeah, I like that. See, and I feel like for women, again, because pillow talk is so intimate and it's such a, you know, vulnerable time, uh, it's more emotional for mm-hmm. women. And I feel like dudes kind of just fall into it because, you know, y'all are all euphoric and y'all that had y'all, mm-hmm. you know, released. So y'all kind of cool with it. And I feel like- well, it's women, not clarity. Like the post not clarity. I want to say it because I don't want to sound vulgar. <laughs> but it be that it be that way for women too. Well, some women. Um, but I do feel like you know don't don't use that time to like really ruin the euphoric moment for a man and kind of use it to get what you want or need out of him because you wouldn't get it otherwise. That's why I said don't weaponize sex. Um, I think Please that don't. makes it very difficult for intimate things like pillow talk to continue to happen and for men to continue to feel vulnerable because when you with your girl, it's like, yeah, you know, come on, let's spoon, you know, like, you know, niggas don't like being the little spoon. They always want to be the big spoon, but whatever. <laughs> come on, you don't like being the little spoon either. Y'all terrible. What I mean, you got all that ass for for me to be the little spoon? I'm about to say exactly what I'm not here for. Exactly what I'm not here for. Exactly what I'm not here for. Exactly. I'm to kiss you on your neck and rub on your exactly chest. Exactly what no, I'm, I'm not here for. Yeah, man, Lay on my chest that. if you want to rub on it, man. I'm God damn. I'm with it. I'm with it. But yeah, women, don't, don't, don't weaponize sex and pillow talk less than uh, euphoric for men because sometimes that is when men are most vulnerable with you so you should take advantage of that like you said in a healthy way yeah because uh yes you're setting up the future uh communications where it's gonna be outside of pillow talk we realize that you data mind that you set us up that you wind us up and we're gonna carry that and then you're gonna wonder why we don't open up anymore yep why you don't know the deepest darkest secrets it's like yeah no because you're gonna use that shit yeah, I mean, I mean, just better hope you don't have a partner that screws and snooze because y'all ain't never pillow talking. For sure. <laughs> better you get that uh, talk in before y'all, you know, get it in. So, facts. but either way, <laughs> that's, that's pillow talk in a nutshell. 
Dudes and those in a nutshell, man. We got <laughs> we got deep into it uh, for y'all. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. y'all can't say I, it ain't nothing. Ain't nothing we was, you know, dancing around. We got to I, it. Hey, listen, and I think we probably spawned two different conversations for uh, topics. For the hey, listen, that's the way it's supposed to go, man. Listen. That's where it's supposed to go. Listen, because I was like, oh, no, go. let's not go there. That's the that's way it's supposed to go. Let's not, you know, let's not burn through too many. Yes. I mean, we're going to be around for a while. We got time. Facts, we got facts. time. We'll get y'all that content later. <laughs> we got like about uh, somewhere between eight and ten minutes left before we wrap. So, um, we're gonna go with let's 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 go with the um because I feel like the other thing needs more time. So normally we do our touch and go. Um, you know, what I mean invented by you know Big Misha self for the program, you know, what I mean that segment is invented, but we got so much into the main topic that you know I don't wanna overrun um our time so I like before we would go as much as time as we need to go, but we kinda are trying to you know, get a little bit, you know, we try and get a spot here and there, so we trying to keep things, you know, uniform for now. But all that means is that there's content for later, all right? Yeah, yeah not, we're not throwing it away. All it means is that there's content for another episode. Coming so to right now, we're going to get into the like be life in segment of the program. <sighs> and, uh, I will, uh, as usual, allow you to go first. Man, life be life in like I turned 41 last Friday. And I yeah. we lit, we lit, we lit. But yeah, I literally took off the whole week. And do you want to know what I did with the whole week I was off? Talk to him. I slept. I hey. have come to realize that life be life is so much that I be worn down. I be tired. When I tell you when I tell you last week now, uh, I got heartburn. I got indigestion. So I ate the roll of my stomach. Um, literally Wednesday, I slept all day. Um, I tried to do one self-care item a day at minimum. Wednesday was the only day I didn't have anything on the books. Kept it open, kept it clear. Um, and I just was like drained. And I was supposed to be in Miami, and, but I decided to push that uh, trip down a little further into the summer because eh, people getting out of school, kids getting out of school, families going on vacation. I, you know, me, I, let's just be honest. The way my life has been since COVID, um, I have been having small panic and anxiety attacks. I don't think that I am ready to get on a plane and travel having to wear a mask. Cause I still wear my mask everywhere I go. And, um, I'm just like, struggling to get back into a rhythm and a routine of what seems to be 100% normalcy for me. Um, and turning 41 last week, I just was like, damn, I'm getting old and I'm starting to feel the effects of being in the 40 and over club. And I, I was just like, but I had a great weekend. I, I, I actually let people celebrate me which, you know, is very rare for me to do because I don't like it when people do what they want to do that work for them, um, you know, but I, I I spent some money, which is what I've been holding off on door for, for a while. Um, I got my, you know, I was gifted my bag and, you know, so I went and bought the perfume that I wanted and a wallet to match my bag. 
Okay. Uh, I didn't get my Versace robe because that damn robe felt like a Kmart bath towel. And I was like, Ooh. y'all want $600 for a Versace robe to feel like this? I was like, I was hoping to feel like Diddy in this robe on my mother. <laughs> picking my feet up. Want to give me some cheese, taking some goat's milk. Nah, nigga, it was more like, I felt like a house mom. I was like, <sighs> dude was like, oh, we got some silk robes. I said, do I look like a silk robe kind of bitch to you? He was like, you absolutely don't. And I was like, okay, well, when y'all robes get a little more soft and plush, I'll come back and spend $600. But, um, yeah, I finally stopped selling myself short in life. Because I feel like I've been doing that for a while. So, you know, I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. But, man, I felt the effects of 40 rolling into 41. And I posted a lot of um, content on my stories about what I learned during Chapter 40. And I think a lot of people were super enlightened by that and kind of understood the shift and the change in my life over the last couple of years. So, hey, I'm, I'm blessed to see another year. So... Man, we blessed to have you for another year, man. Yeah, thank you. May God bless you with many more. Please. <laughs> um, so life be life and like grief hit your boy again for the second time this year, man. Um, uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, in the last episode of Two Kings, you know, I addressed the loss of uh, one of uh, my young men, uh, my young mentors. Mentees, I should say, one of my former players, um, Hiram Hill Jr., um, who was uh, murdered. Uh, so, um, rest in peace to him. Uh, always love you, H. Um, unfortunately, I took another tough loss uh, in late April. Uh, my oldest sister on my uh, father's side. Everybody knows Nigel from mom's side, and that's it. It's just Nigel. But yeah. on the father's side, it's a bunch. We. Listen, I, gang, gang, <laughs> gang, gang, like a motherfucker. You hear me? Yeah. We don't even know how many of it is for sure, for sure. Yeah, still count. <laughs> but, uh, my oldest sister Latoya was the person who was kind of like the historian. She kept track, was the glue person, made sure everybody stayed yeah. uh, in touch and stuff like that. And unfortunately, um, we lost her um, to some heart problems. So uh, it was really like I, I would reach out to Mish every week, like we going to record. Every week I bail because it's kind of like the shit was just weighing on me more than I realized. Um, you know, being as though the hardest part of it was for me that it happened, um, you know, within a month worth of her birthday, which was, excuse me, her birthday was last week. Um, so there was that in the fact that, uh, we between she and I have been planning for me to finally, you know, make a visit because it's the first time where all my siblings was back in Houston in yeah. the same state. So we're, we're back in Texas, I should say, but most of it was in Houston. Uh, she was out in Beaumont. Um, you know, you already know how I feel about each time. Yeah. Um, but um, it was going, you know, she always wanted to get us all back together. And unfortunately, um, her passing is what allowed that to happen sooner than expected because mm -hmm. we were supposed to be down there this summer, me and my family. So it was a hard pill to swallow. Um, it still is, uh, you know, so uh, dealing with it, uh, 
going talking in therapy, my depending on the support of my loved ones, you know, my other siblings who's dealing with the loss. Uh, you know, my wife, um, I appreciate that she's been, you know, kind of giving me space to grieve, giving me time to grieve because I, I can say this about grief. I, I don't want to get too deep into this topic, but I'm going to say this about grief, particularly for, for a lot of men that I know, and particularly for me. And not just for men, you know what? For the strong person, you feel me? Grief for the strong person is the burden like a motherfucker because people don't want you to grieve. And it's not that they don't care about you. It's not that they don't love you. Because the minute whatever loss you take happens, these people will reach out to you. Oh my God, I'm so sorry for your loss. Are you okay? Do you mean anything? The outpouring of love hits, and it's genuine. It's genuine. It's not even a question to me about whether it's fake. You know, they say, you know, the fake people show up when somebody dies and shit like yeah. that, which is true. Which is true, but I don't even question it. I take it. I take it. Congratulations, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, after two days, they want you to be over the shit. Yeah. Because they need you. You know what I'm saying? And when Losing somebody that close to you, that important to you, hurts. It Not everybody could just plow through and get everything done at the rate that they could. So when the strong person can't be the person that they usually are for everybody else, they get selfish and be like, damn, I need, I, I need my hero back. Yeah. I, I need my, you know, I need my workhorse back. I need them back. And right now they can't move and I don't know what to do because they're always so busy helping me and everybody else that I don't know how to help them. And unfortunately, the other problem for the strong person is they don't know how to be helped. I know about that. People will literally ask, you know, is there anything I could do for you? And you don't fucking know. No, I'm good. I got it. Because that's all you know. Because that's That's all all you you know. That's all you know. Even if in that moment you need a hug, even if in that moment you need a prayer. Like, how do you ask for it? How do you, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, how do you even form the words to be like, yeah, I could use that hug right now. Yeah, I could use that. Just sit in silence with me. Um, You feel me? Like, I couldn't ask that. Like, fortunately, I have my wife. Yeah. But there's some people who, you know, and who've gone through these situations, they've lost siblings, they've lost their mother. You know what I'm saying? They lost their father. How? You know what I'm saying? Like you said, how do you even... And it's not so much a pride thing. It's a fear thing. Listen, I it's talk a about this fear today. thing. You just don't even know. Yeah. Um, so everybody grieves differently. Everybody grieves differently. But um, like I said, grief for the, for the strong friend for you know that superman in somebody's life or the superwoman in somebody's life to be even heavier because you're still trying to be who you are every day because you know people count on you you know people depend on you you're the person who don't want to cry in front of your Mm. because you don't want to worry with them you're the person who don't want to cry in front of your kids because it cripples your kids it scares the shit out of your kids that's if they've never seen it listen the the day I got the news, it hit. The morning I got the news, it hit and it hurt. 
And, you know, I was steady, you know, wiping my eyes, sniffling and stuff like that. And I was watching um, uh, the last, uh, join the last chance you on Netflix. And, you know, I started watching it actually um, a few days before, a night before, night before, I should say. So I'm invested. I'm loving this shit now. I'm rooting for these kids to, you know, win and whatever. And and during one of the episodes, they kind of start overcoming adversity. But then it's like things get bad for one of the kids. He's just in a damn situation. And just seeing him in that jam situation, I don't know. It triggers something in me to where he was feeling like no matter what he could do, no matter what he does, he can't win. And I started feeling the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I started feeling the exact same way. Like losing Toya is just like, oh, my God. Every time I think I'm trying to, you know, life is heading upwards. I get hit with something else. And it's just like, I literally broke the fuck down. And my son was the first person to find me. Mm. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You don't you don't want that as a parent. You don't want to put that stress on your kids. Like, he didn't sleep well for the next two days. I'm sure. Because he because never seen you. Like I about to say, he ain't never seen you like that. He's I'm sure 14. He's seen me cry before. Um, unfortunately, well, sure like I, like I said, I've lost too many kids. He even saw me cry when when Kobe and Gigi died. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he never saw me flat out fall, break up. Like, literally, I fell off the bed and I'm on the ground. I'm pounding on the floor. Like, Mm. he never seen anything like that before. Like, for me. So he just didn't know what to do. And I'm sitting there trying to collect myself and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, you shouldn't have to feel that way. Have to do that. You know what I'm saying? Should when when you're in a you're you're literally dealing with the loss as it happened. Yeah. So um yeah, man. I know I ran over time with that. Um but Who nonetheless cares? that was my life be life a moment, uh, or is my life be life a moment currently. Yeah. Just trying to deal with that, trying to get myself together, trying to live in a fashion that my sister would be proud of mm. and that she would appreciate, you know, making sure I stay in touch with her children, making sure I do better um, because she was the glue person. She made sure, you know, uh, my brothers and my brother and my sisters and I, you know, reached out to each other, you know, Hey, you spoke to June, you spoke to Sophie, you know, Oh, well, you should call them or should call yeah. them a three way or whatever. Um, so and that one person in the family and you hate, we have a new person. sister too. Oh Lord. You did just say the gang gang be ganging. <laughs> Well, I found out there's a whole nother motherfucker, 31, three kids. I ain't going to get too deep into it, but listen. it's crazy. It's just crazy to fucking have that happen. Another but expansion no, topic. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. That's a whole nother topic, but nonetheless, <laughs> um, Mother's Day came and went, and uh, I reached out to the new sister because it's exactly what my sister would have done if she was here. Got to carry so. on a legacy. That's, that's what you're supposed to do um, when you lose somebody to try to live in a fashion that makes them proud, live in a fashion that honors them and take something from what stood out in their life and run with it because that's how you keep their name alive. Yeah. Um, so we're going to wrap the episode up with uh, up. closing <laughs> remarks. Um, uh. So on you. I'm 41 now. 
<laughs> Sorry, no. hey. um, uh, well, uh, and speaking of therapy, um, I was bumped down to once a month. By, hey, I was like, that, that's a big deal, people. Um, it is, though. We, we push, you know, therapy and counseling and talking to someone a lot on this show. And I know y'all probably think it's all like promo. It's not. It's not. Like, we really have come to learn the checks. importance of having someone you can talk to that does not have a bias about the situations you are dealing with in your life. Um, I have been seeing my therapist every two weeks by myself since 2018. I've been seeing her since 2013. So that should tell you it's definitely a work in progress. So that was a good, you know, way to start off my birthday week. Um, But I've just been talking to a lot of people lately that are struggling. And, you know, folks, go get help. Go talk to someone because it is also necessary um start trying to do things for yourself in this life because you only have one life to live and you know this shit can end any moment and you don't want to live with no regrets so um a little bit of promo today though shout out happy birthday to my homie jorge i'm wearing your good luck lifestyle hoodie today for your birthday so happy birthday, bro. Uh, tour season, we lit. <laughs> hey, listen, we do that on here, okay? Oh, we we support, we, we definitely support the businesses that support us, the people we rock with. So ain't going to be the last time y'all see us promoing somebody, and, you hear me? You know, I don't be pushing pe- for people at all. Like, you got to be really having a good product Facts. for me to push it. And I literally own all of his hoodies and every different style um i have on the crop today so i was like this would be a perfect way to uh, represent for his birthday um he is a very bright young man i met him through my little brother leon they are best friends and um he's part of the secondary business that i'm working on and uh, okay i I love him he is like my my little tourist uh little so um yeah, happy birthday, Heezy. Uh, tour season, we lit. And y'all go check out Good Luck Lifestyle and pick you up some merch because he has very quality clothing. And y'all know I'm picky about that because I'm kind of like hood, bougie, ratchet, classy. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Shout out to Heezy. We're going to make sure to drop the link. I mean, she, she'll make sure to give me the link uh, to drop it when we For post sure. it. So, I mean, people can make sure and do business with your brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, Closing remarks, glad to be back podding again, man. Yeah. I miss it. It's definitely, you know, uh, somewhat, even though, yes, we push therapy, it's somewhat, you know, cathartic or therapeutic for us to say shit out loud. It is. Um, and it's just fun, honestly. It's a good time between you, my, my, my sister and I spending time with each other, and uh, it's a good time communicating with you guys. Uh, so in the vein of communication, listen, we are on multiple streams, okay? We're on multiple platforms, okay? Spotify, go over there, give us uh, all the stars, okay? Yes. All the stars. Whether it's four stars, whether it's five stars, give them all, okay? I'll take it. All right? On, on, on uh, Instagram, comment, like, all that. Listen, I don't care what your comments are, comment. Write whether it up. It's, whether, Write it's up. <laughs> whether it's, you know, questions, Feel free. Absolutely. We want to we want to stay in touch with you guys and definitely on the YouTube. Feel free to drop comments and anything that y'all y'all feel like could contribute to the show. 
that being said, this wraps up episode three of the Life Be Life and Podcast. Um, on behalf of Big Mish Mimi the Goddess and myself, your favorite coach's favorite coach. Flash Charles. Take care of yourselves, all right? Be good. Be respectful. Be smart. Be safe and stay dangerous. And as always, like I say, be good to everybody and be good to yourself. For sure. Or, oh, wait. Hold on. Or as always, shout out to A.C.E. My brother, y'all know it's damn sure not going to forget to close out before he gets his shout out. You know what I'm saying? Big, big part. My man. (laughs) My man, my man. Shout out to Ace, man. Love you as always, brother. Love you as always, brother. We'll we see you back when you come back. You feel me? Okay. But we appreciate everything you're doing behind the scenes in the meantime, between time. Once again, y'all, be good to everybody else you come across, if possible, if possible. And uh, be nice. certainly be good to yourselves. Good night. <laughs>